This morning, instead of continuing our study in the Gospel of Luke, as we've been going through together on Sunday mornings, my attention was drawn to Psalm 121, and I wanted to share it with you today. Uh, This psalm is a part of uh, what a group of psalms known as Psalms of Ascent. And many scholars believe that these Psalms of Ascent were either written for the occasion or were used uh, by the Israelites on the occasion of their pilgrimages in going up to Jerusalem to worship the Lord during special feasts and festivals. And this psalm in particular, Psalm 121, uh, calls us as God's people to trust him and to remember that he is uh, where we should run to in times of trouble. And so I'd like to reflect on this psalm with you today, and I hope that it is an encouragement to you during this uncertain time, and that uh, it will remind you that there is nothing too hard for the Lord, and that he never takes his eye off of his people. And so let's read this psalm together, Psalm 121. It is a psalm of ascents. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Let's bow in prayer. Father, we thank you so much for the comfort and the assurance that the truth of your word brings. Father, today it is a privilege to reflect on these eternal truths, truths that were sung by your people over 3,000 years ago, a psalm that reminds us that you are strong and you are mighty and you are a God who watches over your children. And so, Lord, may you encourage us with this psalm today and remind us to trust in you. And we pray this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We see in this psalm, first, that the Lord is our source of help. Therefore, we should look to him. During this time that we're going through right now, it is tempting to look to government to solve our problems. While they have a role to play, and we should honor that role. And we should seek to to be a help to that in any way that we can. Ultimately, the government cannot finally and fully protect us. Uh, Sometimes we are tempted to look to our own resources, uh, how well we have stocked up on things, how well we've planned for the future, uh, how wise we've been with our investments. But ultimately, our plans can fail. No matter how good our plans are, no matter how wise we have been, uh, 
they are not our ultimate source of help. Uh, during a time like this, we are tempted to put our hope in scientists and in medical professionals. And again, they certainly have a role to play in helping during a time like this, but they can never be our ultimate source of trust because they are finite humans like we are. And they will fail. They will try again and they will fail. At some point, they will find a solution uh, to this disease, but it may be a while down the road. So who do we go to for help? Who do we look to? Well, this psalm tells us that in times of difficulty, our eyes should not be downward. Our eyes should not be on ourselves. Our, our eyes should not be on that which is human to save us. But this psalm specifically calls us to turn our eyes upward toward God and to focus our attention on him. And verse 1 says, I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. So again, we can already begin to see at the very beginning of this psalm, the orientation and the perspective of the psalmist. He is encouraging us by way of example to take our eyes from the downward position and move them up to the upward position, to look to the mountains where the Lord will come for uh, to rescue and to help his people. Oftentimes in the ancient world, even in other religions outside of the Bible, uh, the mountains were viewed as sacred and sometimes were viewed as uh, the seat of the gods. Well, in, in the Bible and here in Psalm 121, we see that uh, the Lord is enthroned on the mountains. And so the psalmist looks to the mountains. Why? Not because the mountains are strong, but because the maker of the mountains is strong. And so he calls this question out that is begging for an answer. Where does my help come from? And he gives us the answer to reassure us. He says, my help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth. The Lord is the maker of the mountains. And in our current situation in which we find ourselves, the Lord is the maker of every cell, every microbe, every virus, every bacteria, every microscopic organism that exists in this world Every atom, every molecule, everything has its source in God. And so he is more mighty than anything that could ever happen in this world because he is the one who brought it all to, into existence. And not only is he the maker, but the scriptures remind us that God is the sustainer. He is the one who not only brings it into existence, he is the one who providentially sustains it. And so there is nothing that is going on in our world that is too big for God, that God didn't know about, that he was unaware of. Everything that is going on with our current situation, with the spread of this virus around the globe, God is in sovereign control. And he is the one who is, because he's the maker, almighty maker of heaven and earth, and the one who sustains everything with his powerful hand, he is the one to whom we should look during 
these times of difficulty and trouble. We know that. As Christians, we know that. But we need to be reminded of it. We need to be reassured of it. We need to have a calmness, a security in this fact that our God is worthy of our trust. This psalm reminds us that we should look to the Lord because he is the source of our help. But this psalm also reminds us that the Lord is our vigilant help who never fails to watch over us. I love verses 3 and 4 because they beautifully describe the fact that the Lord is always on guard for his people. He is vigilant. Verse 3 says, He will not let your foot slip. He's watching over you. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. In other words, God doesn't fall asleep on the job. God is always on guard. He is always on watch. We as human beings, we can let things slip. We can let things sneak up on us, go past our attention, and we don't notice. We don't always anticipate or see problems that are coming down the road. We can be caught off guard. God cannot. God cannot be caught off guard. Nothing that is happening right now is catching God off guard. And nothing can distract him from his care and his watching with care over us as his people. That is meant to be a comfort and encouragement to God's people, to us right now today, that God is always aware. He is always watching over his people. Now, we know that God is omniscient, that God knows everything that is going on in his world, so nothing ever catches God off guard. But this psalm is reminding us that God has a special attention, a special care toward his people, and that he is ever vigilant to watch over them and to care for them. So the psalm reminds us that God is our source of help, so we should look to him, The psalm reminds us that our God is vigilant, and there is nothing that can catch him off guard. The psalm also teaches us that the Lord is our protector, who ensures the safety of his people. So in verse 5, it says, The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. And the shade is exactly what it says. It is a metaphor for protection from the harsh heat of the sun that is beating down uh, from above in the midst of an arid desert. God is the shade who protects. And verse number six says, The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. This psalm is teaching the protective care of God for his people. Now, what is interesting about Psalm 121 is that Satan himself quotes a portion of this psalm in his temptation of Jesus. And he is trying to tempt Jesus to be presumptuous, to be foolhardy, and to take a leap off of the temple quoting this psalm 
that the Lord will not allow your foot to slip. He will watch over you. He will not allow you to stumble. Now, this psalm, and the Lord Jesus rightly rebukes the devil for his attempt to get Jesus to test or to presume upon this care of God for his people. The Lord rightly understands the meaning of this psalm, and that is that that this psalm is not teaching that nothing bad can ever happen to God's people. We know that difficult things happen to God's people. We have the story of David, who was often on the run from Saul. Uh, David went through times of difficulty and trial and loss. We have the story of Joseph, who, through no fault of his own, was betrayed by his own family, his own brothers, sold into slavery. Joseph endured suffering. We read of the Lord Jesus himself, who endured suffering, rebuke, and slander, and rejection, and ultimately the cross. But so this psalm is not saying that nothing bad can ever happen to God's people. What this psalm is reminding us of in, God, in terms of God's protection, I think, is twofold. One is nothing can happen to God's people outside of his control. So nothing can happen to us outside of God's providence. He is watching over everything. He is guiding everything. Nothing can happen to God's people without his permission, without his care. And so that is one element of God's protection over his people is his providence, that everything that happens to them happens within his plan. But the other element of God's protection of his people, I think, comes in in the last point of this psalm in verses 7 and 8, and that is that the Lord is faithful and eternal, and he will never stop caring for us. In other words, there may be things that happen to us in this world, in this life, but if you are a child of God, ultimately, eternally, forever, you are secure. You are protected. You are guaranteed safety. So that the psalmist can say, the Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now, notice this, and forevermore. Now, we are not eternal. In the sense of our physical lives on this earth, we are not eternal. So what does he mean then that the Lord can watch over us from our going forth, both our coming and going, both now and forevermore? It's because that even if something were to happen to us in this world physically, God has our best interests in mind eternally. He will not forsake his people. If you are in Christ, if you belong to God through faith in Jesus Christ, 
then there is nothing, eternally speaking, that can happen to you. And there is nothing in this world physically that can happen to you apart from God's providential care. So God is watching over you, both now and forevermore. Now, my prayer for me, for my family, for our church family, for our community, and even for the larger world, our country and world, my prayer is that this coronavirus, COVID-19 epidemic will come to a quick and rapid end. And that the health of people will be preserved, that the loss of life will be minimized. But it may very well be that I or someone in my family or someone in our congregation gets sick from this virus. Maybe, Lord willing not, but possibly even die from this virus. If that were to happen, if I were to get sick and die, if someone that I cared about got sick and died from this virus, does that mean that Psalm 121 has no meaning? Not at all. It means that God's care for me, for a a loved one in Christ, one of Christ's beloved, that God's care extends not just during the course of our 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years on this earth, but that his care for us extends both now and forevermore into eternity. I will not get the coronavirus if it is not God's providential will for me to do so. And so he is watching over me. If I get it, I may recover from it. And that is God's providential will for me. If I get it, I may die from it. And that is God's providential will for me. But ultimately, COVID-19 cannot separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. COVID-19 cannot separate you as a believer in Christ from the love of God, because God is our protector, our help, both now and forevermore. And so what is this psalm reminding us of? In times of trouble and uncertainty, and certainly this is one of those, we are called to trust the Lord. Why? Because he is vigilant. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. Because he is faithful and eternal. And because he cares for and protects his people and helps them. So in times of trouble and uncertainty, we may trust the Lord who is our vigilant, faithful, protecting helper. I pray that this psalm will serve as an encouragement, a comfort, and a reminder and a call to trust our God during this time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you for the truth of your word, for the comfort, the peace, the security, 
that your truth brings to us at a time like this. Father, there is a lot of uncertainty in the world right now. There's a lot of uncertainty among God's people. But I pray that just reflecting and meditating on this psalm will remind us that you are God and that you are providentially in control as the creator of everything and that you are vigilantly, faithfully watching over and protecting your people and that we can take comfort in that. Lord, remind us of these things and strengthen our faith and trust in you. God, we pray that you would bring a quick end to this situation. But in all things, ultimately, that you would be glorified. And we pray this in the name of Christ. Amen.